let's grab a plate and get personal. Who's ready to pass the peas and potatoes around this dinner table we call life? I'm Dharma, and this is Sunday Dinner. What's up, guys? Welcome back for another episode of Sunday Dinner. Today, we're going to be talking about the transition from high school to college, and I think that it's a really relevant topic right now, especially because it's the time that the seniors are getting their college acceptances back and maybe planning out where they're going to go to school and coming to those decisions. So I think what better time to share this kind of information, especially since I'm going through, I'm finishing up my first year of college. Um, and like I've been, tra- I've been applying to transfer. So I feel like I'm qualified to kind of talk about this since I just went through it myself. So The transition from high school to college is not something anyone can prepare you for. I was not prepared. I thought I was. I thought I'd be completely fine and I knew exactly what I was going to do and how to do it, but I really wasn't. There's just, there's no way to prepare you for the feeling of leaving home for the first time, being completely by yourself, having to make decisions for yourself because high school provides a sense of security in your life even if you don't realize it now you know you wake up at the same time every day you have the same classes all year you know your teachers if not then they know then maybe some of the teachers had your older siblings so you knew them even before you had them as teachers you know your coaches your teammates your peers and at least for me you know I'm sure a lot of people listening have known the kids that you're going to graduate with since you were in diapers I've known them since I moved to Harvard in third grade and most of you guys have known each other even longer so when you finally leave that security blanket of your life of high school you're shocked into a world that you don't know you have to make new friends for the first time for some of us since kindergarten or grade school and you're alone being you have to be okay with being alone for the first time in your life and that shit was terrifying it was terrifying and learning to be okay being by yourself was even harder it really struck me the first time actually when i realized how alone i actually am or was still am a little bit was when i first got sick the first time that you're sick in college again no one prepares you for this I really wanted my mom or my dad to bring me some chicken noodle soup. I wanted to sleep in my own bed and be in my own space. And it was such a reality check for me. And it forced me to take care of myself without being reminded. Because I don't know about you guys, but every single time I go to bed, my dad always opens the door and asks if I brush my teeth and put my $5,000 retainer in. And I'm always checked. My whole life have been checked. I've always had constant reminders to do basic things. You know, my dad would make me breakfast in the morning. He would help me do my laundry most of the time. You know, my room would be clean at least once every other week because my mom hired cleaning ladies. And for the first time in my life, I had to take care of myself. I had to do my own laundry, which, you know, I've done. But on a consistent basis... I had to take vitamins so that I wouldn't get sick all the time because the first time was just the worst experience ever. And I had to, you know, put my retainer in every night. And 
it was hard like getting into that routine by yourself and checking yourself on basic human functioning things was really hard and not something that I was really prepared to do so with all of this in mind this hard transition from your comfortable life with all the friends that you know to being hurled into the world of college and having to take care of yourself on top of doing some of the hardest work that you've ever had to do. I have some advice for that. For me, I'm a very, I have always thrived on making lists for myself, making schedules for myself. I'm a Virgo, so I'm very, I like to be organized and I like to keep myself organized. So making a system for myself was the best thing I could have done. It helped me thrive because I thrive with order and structured system. And with the sporadicness of a college schedule, because, you know, you don't have the same classes every semester and they're going to be at different times. You're going to have evening classes. You're going to have morning classes. You're going to have classes at 8 p.m. and you're going to have classes at 8 a.m. And it's going to differ every single day on varying weeks. So by creating a structured system for yourself, it'll help you ease the anxiety of being thrown into this sporadicness that is the college schedule. So for me, it was incorporating some sort of movement, whether I went to the gym or I did yoga or I went for a walk if it was nice out, some sort of movement in my day. And I would block out about an hour for that. Then, you know, I'd have, I, and I would do that and I would arrange that around my classes. So if I had a class at 12 p.m., that day I would wake up at nine and I would go to the gym for an hour, come back, shower, and then go to class. And then after class, since I'm already out, I'll get food with a friend if they're getting out of class at the same time. Then maybe once I'm done with my food, I'll just stay in the dining hall and do my work. Then I'll go back, do some downtime. Or if I'm already out and I have another class, I'll go to that other class. So you want to look at your schedule, look at your classes, and kind of arrange a way to do that. And the best way that I did that was Google Calendar, okay? I'm not sponsored by Google Calendar, but if they want to, they really should because I am their number one user. If Google Calendar has a thousand users, I am one of them. If they have one user, it's me. Because Google Calendar has honestly saved me. And any kind of calendar, if you want to use Google Calendar, if you want to use the Apple Calendar, if you have another sort of calendar system that you like better, that you use, like anything will work. It really just helped me to just put everything in, every single appointment that I would make for myself, every single lunch date, every single class, like having that in your schedule will make you, if you're like me, make you feel a lot less stressed out. Another thing is make friends. Of course, everyone says, you know, make friends, just talk to everyone, but don't feel pressured to be friends with everyone, okay? The people you meet in the first week probably won't be your friends for life unless, you know, you strike gold and, like, you get, like, the best people ever. Like, then in that case, go go you. But for me, like, that was just not the case. You know, I met a bunch of random people who then met other people and then I met other people. And that's just kind of the natural progression of that first week of trying to find friends. Everyone, you will feel the desperation of everyone trying to make friends because, again... We have all never experienced this. We're all going through this at the same time. We've all never had to make friends. Maybe 
four years, some of us 10 years. So we're all feeling that stress of trying to make friends. But don't feel stressed about not liking everyone that you meet. If you meet someone and you're like, oh my god, okay, well I have to be friends with them because they're the only person that actually likes me and I need a friend because I'm going crazy. Don't feel pressured to be friends with everyone, okay? Give yourself room to get used to making new friends because it is hard. And don't get too down about not having friends right away because it will happen. Don't get, don't let yourself get wrapped up in that whirlpool of everyone trying to make friends because you will drown and I felt myself drowning and it's just, it's a really, really hard process. But be open to new friendships, okay? I struggled with this because making new friends for me felt kind of sad. But just because you're making new friends doesn't mean that your high school friends won't still be your people. My group in high school, like at the end of my high school career days or whatever, they're still my people. They're still my ride or die people. I FaceTime them. I call them all the time. You know, like just because they're your friends in high school doesn't mean that they can't be your friends for life. Everyone says that oh, your high school friends, you know, you won't be friends with them once you go to college. Your your college friends are the ones that you'll have for life. And maybe that's true for some people. Maybe some people didn't have a great high school experience and they had really shitty friends in high school. I know a lot of people go through that. And a lot of people in my high school went through that. And I completely understand that that is the path for a lot of people. And they found their people in college and that's awesome for them. But for me, my people definitely are my high school people. Like, I met awesome people in college and I'm so happy to like add them kind of to my group of friends and like in my mind that they are also my friends like that's so exciting that I found those people but I didn't find five people I found three people that I absolutely loved and now they're part of my life forever but my high school friends are still gonna be my ride or die people because they just are so don't feel bad or discouraged about making new friends because your high school people are always going to be there last thing cry when you need to fucking cry okay i cried nearly every single day for two weeks after my family left when they packed up and they left and i was just stuck in the dorm with me and my roommate of course now we're friends but i didn't know her that well and i felt so alone and so sad and i cried for the first two weeks I don't even know if I cried probably cried longer than that because I'm thrown you're thrown into the deep end of something that you've never experienced before for me I never went to summer camp a lot of people have gone to summer camp but I've never left home for that long of time like for that long of a period of time so it was really hard for me and of course you know I was lucky enough to have one of my best friends here that went to school with me like to cry to and to just vent and be like oh my god I'm like just so sad and just so upset but not everyone has that so cry when you need to okay this whole process it's sad you're moving on with your life and it's fucking scary your entire life building up to this has not prepared you for this moment nothing can prepare you for this moment because we have been stuck in this security blanket of our lives at home and our high school days Harvard is a very small town. Everyone knows it. You feel the bubble of the town as soon as you leave it. You feel 
the disconnect as soon as you leave it because it's so close-knit. So leaving that very safe security blanket of Harvard and the certainty of driving down Prospect Hill and knowing that there's going to be cars there and driving to the general and knowing that the people I know are going to be there and I know exactly what coffee to order and going to my high school and knowing exactly where the math classrooms are and where the art rooms are and where the gym is and I know where the track is and I know exactly where I start my sprints for the track, you know? You know these things. It's habitual. You've been doing it for years. And so when you're finally torn apart from this habituation of your life and you're thrown into college, you're like, wait, what the fuck? It's hard, okay? So if you need to cry and if you need to be upset and you need to just not be okay for a couple weeks in the beginning, that is so normal. I've talked to so many of my friends who felt the same exact way. Getting into the new swing of things is so, so difficult. Okay. I posted on my Instagram story for all the high schoolers that follow me if they had any questions that they wanted me to answer for them on the podcast. So I got a couple responses that I'm really excited about and really want to share because I think these are so relevant to the transition of high school to college or wherever the next step for you is. So the first question I got is, what does it feel like when the college is for you? The first thing I'll say is that you know yourself best, so trust your gut. I knew that this wasn't the right place for me because I let myself try it out. I'm a huge trial and error person. I will try something out to the end and then decide if it's right for me. And then if it's not, then I will try something else. And if it is, I'll keep going. And I gave it on a shot. I made friends. I explored and I took advantage of every opportunity. And I think that is the most important thing. If you want to know if a place is right for you, you need to take advantage of it to its fullest. You know, don't sit in your dorm room every day and be like, oh, I hate it here because you're just sitting in your dorm room. You're not making friends. You're not joining clubs. You're not getting jobs. You're not integrating yourself into the campus culture. So that is the most important thing, I think, is just to try it to the end. And I did. And in the end, my heart just doesn't belong to Colorado and I needed to spend time here to understand it. But you will know in the first couple months if the place you land is right for you or not. So trust yourself and your intuition and try it out to that end point. For me, the end point was right before winter break. I tried it and I said, you know what? This is just not right for me. So you will know in the first couple of months if a place is right for you or if it's not. Okay, second question. What habit changed the most when you went to college? There are two. The first one was my workout routine. Um, it was super hard to create and stick to a workout routine in the first couple of months because I'm so used to workouts being made for me and desi- and like designated practice times. So making the time to move my body was the hardest part. Definitely number one. But eventually I learned and I got into a groove and I figured out where things were and what things I liked to do versus not. And it took time, but I was able to kind of integrate it into my routine. Okay, the second thing is super important and it is my food habits. The dining hall food here is disgusting. So I found myself ordering out a lot and that became really expensive and just not realistic enough. So if you hate the food, grocery shop for food that you can make in your dorm. 
a bullet blender literally saved my life smoothies it was just so easy so quick and it filled me up so easily an air fryer and toaster is really good too and you can make a lot of healthy food with those two things and be completely fine and my suggestion if you're just not used to creating food schedules for yourself um normally I would say go with a friend, make a time to go with somebody so that A, you don't feel awkward going by yourself for the first time, and B, you have a designated time to eat so that you don't forget, which happened to me a lot first quarter, I forgot all the time and I just wouldn't eat and then I'd be super lethargic and cranky. So those two things have really helped me kind of get on a food schedule. Okay, another question is how has the social life shifted And it related to another question, which was, is the social divide between grades prominent? First, I'll say this. Going out with people that you don't know is super awkward. It is. You don't enjoy it as much because you don't know them. You don't let loose enough because you're uncomfortable and you don't know whether or not to trust everyone. So then you end up not having as much fun. It took some getting used to. Eventually, it worked out and you find your people to go out with, but just know that that is very different than in high school because in high school you go to house parties you hang out with your friends like on the weekends and you know them and you're very comfortable with them but in college you have to try extra hard to be comfortable in these situations where you don't know everyone there is such a pressure in college to go out every single weekend and you will get burned out Burnout is so, so, so strong, but the FOMO and the pressure to go out is so much stronger. My advice is try to take some time for yourself to and learn that it's okay to not go out every weekend. It is so, so hard to relinquish that pressure because there's way more of it here than there was in high school. So if you're not that kind of person that doesn't like to go out and like party and like go to bars and whatever they do on, the, you know, whatever they do on the weekends... Try to find the people who will stay in with you and find the balance because that's the most, that's like the most crucial thing about college and the social life in college is you need a balance. You need a balance of going out and staying in and because if you go out every single weekend or some people go out every single night, you will burn out and you will not want to hang out with those people anymore. You will not want to go out anymore and your mental health will just plummet. What I did last quarter... I was feeling really burned out. Everyone was, you know, going out this one weekend and I was just, I could not go out. I was just dead tired from the week and I just didn't have it in me. So I invited my friend, like my friend from high school to come over, Colleen, shout out. And we just watched a movie. We watched La La Land and it was so nice to just not go out and just sit in my room for a night. And the next weekend, you know, I felt a little bit more energized and okay to go out. So it's all about that balance. Next question is how to not go broke. I don't necessarily have the right answer for you, but I do have some helpful ways to not spend as much money. Get a job first and foremost, either on campus or close to your campus so you don't have to spend a lot of money on Uber or if you have a car on gas. Um... Because the pressure to go out and spend money is so real, especially in the first couple months because everyone is so excited to be in a new environment and new space and they just want to find all the shops and shopping is the easiest way to kind of hang out with people. 
while kind of getting to know them without it being so formal. So you will go shopping a lot in your first couple of months, making friends and trying to get used to your new environment. So if you're going shopping or if you're going out to eat, specifically if you're going out to eat, my suggestion to not spend as much money is to eat something before you go out so that you don't feel pressured to buy as much food because you're not as hungry because you already ate. I do this all the time. It's kind of like food pre-gaming. So pre-game the dinner with some food and you will spend less money. Same goes for if you're going out for drinks or anything. Pre-game with your own stuff before you go out always because it will save you so much, so much money. I promise. But yeah, I don't have the solution because like I said, in those first couple months, there's such a pressure to go out and like spend money and like go out to eat and go shopping. So get a job try and manage your money and how much money that you're spending every month and kind of like set a limit for yourself um and like I said pre-game those dinners every single time with food and you will thank me later okay last question really hits home for me it is what are some positive and negatives of being so far from home Uh, As a lot of you know, I am transferring out of my current college because of a lot of reasons, but one of the reasons is because I am so far away from home. But there are so many positives that I'm taking away from being far away from home that are definitely going to serve me in life continuing onto my next college and beyond. The first thing that I really appreciate about being far away from home and being in a new environment that I'd never been to was you get to explore this entire new world and learn where you feel the most at home. You're kind of forced to grow up a little bit more and your circle diversifies in such new ways that you never would have experienced if you stayed close to home. For me, I met so many people from the Midwest, uh, literally two of my best friends here are from Kansas, and I never would have met anyone from Kansas if I didn't go to school here. So you kind of like learn a lot about the country, you learn a lot about the world, you learn a lot about you as well, because when you step out, like I said, when you step out of the safety blanket of your hometown, you're forced to grow up, and you're forced to grow up even more when you're across the country like I am. But For some, home is not where the heart belongs. For me, I miss being home and I miss being able to come home, but I know that's not the case for everyone. So I know that being able to kind of get away from home and reinvent yourself maybe and like kind of shed all of the perceptions from high school and how people perceive you from your previous life and you're able to just kind of start fresh and make a whole new batch of friends and it's amazing. But for me, I miss being able to come home when I need to. You know, when I was sick, I either physically or homesick, all I want to do is sleep in my own bed, hug my mom, have my dad make some homemade bread, and bother my sister, you know? Like, and I miss out on things that are happening at home, you know? Like, my sister just got her license, and I miss that. And my friend just ran a half marathon, and I miss that. So there are things that, there are definitely positives to moving away from home, But for me, I definitely am a homebody and the East Coast has been my home forever. And I'm definitely an East Coast person. And I have learned that about myself because I took the leap and 
went to school for my first year far away. It was really helpful for me in learning that about myself. I never would have known kind of where my heart belonged if I didn't stray away from it. So there's definitely positives and negatives to going away from home. And I think for you, you know, either if you want to take that leap and you don't feel as connected to the to wherever, you know, you're from, then of course, try that. But for me, it was definitely it was definitely the best thing to do was to just try and fail. And then I'm going to try again and hopefully succeed this time. But it definitely allowed me to learn a lot about myself and where I feel the most connected. All right, guys, that is it for this week's episode. It was so fun for me to answer all your questions and give a little bit of insight into the transition from high school to college because I know it is such a stressful time. So I really hope that that helped answer your questions, give a little insight, and ease that anxiety. If you love this episode as much as I did, please subscribe, hit those notifications, and you can follow me at Sunday Dinner Journals and at Dharma Cooper underscore on Instagram. And you can listen on Spotify and Apple Podcasts if you hit that link in my bio. I cannot wait for next week's episode. It's going to be so fun. You guys are going to love it. And I will see you guys next Sunday for another dinner table talk.